Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Forever Reckless. It's your girl Jordan. And Kate. And we have a special guest for you. Drum roll, please. Hello. <laughs> it's a man. It's a man. Sorry. It's a white man on Juneteenth. Oh my oh god. god. <laughs> the horror. I knew, I, why did I know that was gonna come up? I had to write be a really, really bad co-host for the podcast. <laughs> Happy Juneteenth, guys. Um, I know you guys are going to see this on June 20th, but it is Juneteenth. Um, if you had the day off, be grateful for that. Not a lot of people do, actually. It's not a U- UPS day off. So yeah. I know people that don't have it off. Really? I didn't get it's, my mail today. Is the mail off? Yeah, the city's closed. Okay, Slay, so I was like, so I didn't get my mail. I had a... <laughs> I uh, why am I feeling... You are a tad uneven. That's okay. I am. Okay. It's fine. You're yeah, an uneven girl. You're not, you're not as close to the mic as we are. Hello. Oh. See, Hello. Yeah, that, that's really the ASMR range, Hello. by the way. Stick your mouth over it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My mouth doesn't open that wide. Oh. There we go. It's okay. It's. For okay. <laughs> <Per> usual. <laughs> it's a shit I show. I always have struggles with my right, bit. Yeah. It's fine. Um. Yeah. Happy Juneteenth. Cool. We're here with Trevor. 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 Question mark. He is so slay. Um, he is a musician from Fort Worth, now living part time in LA because he is so cool like that. Oh my nice. God, you're yeah, I know. What? <laughs> 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 you go to Galveston. Ew, don't go to Galveston. Yeah. Don't go to Galveston. I feel like it smells bad in Galveston. I just remember like the brown water and all the people that were getting like the flesh eating diseases. Yeah, ocean, that was like, a real thing for a while. That was really scary. Yeah, and I don't go to Galveston. No, I haven't been in a long time. So you're born and raised in Fort Worth. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So when did you move to LA? How did that come about? So I was going back and forth a lot between like high school and uh, like right after high school because I kind of foregoed real college because I don't want to go into debt. You're fine. Into debt. I did that. To do regular college. I'm still in debt. Uh, Exactly. (laughs) I decided instead to max up my credit cards pursuing music. Um, which is where I'm at right now, and I'm figuring out the consequences of that. <laughs> anyway, I'll never own property. Um, I was going back and forth a lot, and then eventually I was like, you know what, maybe I should be a bit more seriously. I was out there even more. I had some buddies that I live with out there and just paid them a little bit of rent, um, like my buddy and his dad. Uh, and then COVID hit, and I was like, hmm, I love my family, but do I want to go be trapped with, like, my family here? Like, much love to them. It's not like we have problems like that, but, like, I feel like during COVID, like everybody else, I would have pulled my hair out with my family. Um, And so I was like, buddy, can I stay out here with you? Absolutely. So we just hung out and played the Smash Brothers and did creative things, like, all day for two years. I love that. Um, And then I was like, yeah, I'm out here now. There's That's just, that was the end of it. Do you, what is like, what is the main reason you still keep ties and forth? Just like your family? Do you like the music scene out here or why do you still keep going back and forth? Uh, there's a lot of different things. So for starters in for, big cities like that, don't pay their artists. Well, uh, like Los Angeles, New York, Nashville do not pay their artists. It's like a really bad problem. Fort Worth, a lot more Southern states, they do pay their artists. There's events and things that'll just pay you like 1200, 1500 to come play at the event. Oh yeah. That's um, awesome. Yeah. And I, it's, a, I make most, I make all of my money doing music. So most of it's from touring, some from other sources of music revenue, but most of it's from touring. Um, so I've got to come back out here and supplement my income. Also, it's home. <laughs> it is, it is home. My family's here. I come back, see my mom, my sister, my brother-in-law. Uh, my brother lives in Colorado, so that sucks. I don't get to see him his much. Uh, but yeah, there's things to do. I like to come back to the Fort Worth days, go to the DMA, see my own stomping grounds at Booker T, et cetera, et cetera. 
I love that. I don't Are know. Are you the middle sibling? Do I give competence? <laughs> Such a backhanded ass question. You're the middle child. That's no, like asking. That's like the youngest. I was gonna say. Okay, at least he's still there. See, I'm the youngest, but I give like youngest kid energy. Yeah, I know. What made you say middle? I was just giving you that even ground. So you weren't the youngest or you weren't the oldest. You yeah. didn't give me older sibling vibes, but like I didn't know which one was a win being a uh, younger sibling or the middle sibling. But middle sibling, sibling which is my sister, is usually the most com- uh, competent. And oh. she's probably the most competent out of the three of us. Okay. My sister's like so much better than me. <laughs> she's. My middle sibling is not that I don't have a middle sibling, though. Like, she's just, like, 10 years older than me. But she was always, like, or she's like, yeah, I, like, she had her first B ever in her second year of college. And she was in the top 3% of her graduating class in college. I was like, well, I dropped out twice and went to hair school. So, who's cooler? Still me. If you pay your bills, <laughs> in my opinion, if rent is due and you can pay it, that's all that matters. Yeah. Hey, man. And you don't hate your life. Yeah, as long exactly. As you can afford your lifestyle, then go for it. Do whatever you want to do. <laughs> go for Maybe it. Maybe don't like oppress people. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. If that's how you're affording your lifestyle. Let's let's talk about some things. But <laughs> sell your asshole on the internet, make music, do whatever you want. I wasn't saying that part, but go ahead. I, I fully I stand for it. Those two things you can get. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> but cover <laughs> <laughs> <Remember> OnlyFans. <laughs> that's where the question mark actually comes in. Is yeah. OnlyFans? I thought about, like, I thought about it even in terms of just like doing it for music, like because that's not that's what it was created. It wasn't created yeah, for that. Yeah. You know, more power to them. Like I support sex workers. Oh, 100 percent. But uh, I couldn't. Don't think I could do that personally because I so many reasons. We're not going to go into that in the podcast, but like making my own like Patreon type of thing. I've thought about yeah. it. Yeah, no, it's kind of smart. Like my friend who was missing, he always said the same thing. He's like, "What if I just got on there and like in my boxers and played the guitar?" And I was like, "Kind of genius. <laughs> yeah. Kind of genius." Do it right above, like, yeah, so <laughs> you like can't like really naked. tell. It looks yeah. like you're naked. I was like, "That's kind of genius." It'd be like those TV shows where they, where they have like the various like covered nudity, like where... the little like the black box. Yeah, you know, like, the little, like, <laughs> like like follows them when they run. What is that like on Jersey Shore whenever like Snooki would like do something crazy and oh, just yeah. like black box falling? Oh, that's so funny. How did back on the music train? Can we'll I get back on my voice up a tiny bit. Yes, sure. I'm three. Yes, you are. I want to get a more salty, as uh, a much oh, better tone. Yeah. He wants you to hear him. Backing it all the way up. How did music start for you? Um, so I started doing music very, very young. My mom didn't get a lot of like, uh, creative things that she got to pursue when she was younger. So Mm -hmm. she made all of sure all of her kids got to pursue those things. So I started playing violin when I was like two years old. Oh, Jordan plays violin. I can't play violin. I I played violin. Played. Past tense. I can't do it anymore either. (laughs) I'm, I'm ass at it. So I started doing that and I just started doing a lot of things. My mom was very supportive of me growing up. Uh, I could not have had a career in the capacity that I did had I not had her like supporting me along the way, driving me everywhere. Um, like I, I, I started off playing the fiddle. It wasn't even the violin. I'm in Texas. That's where I took my lessons at Valerie's music studio. And then I started doing piano, started doing guitar, guitar hurt my little fingies. So I stopped doing that and added drums, came back to guitar. Now it's mainly guitar and piano, but I saw my brother and sister doing music a lot when I was younger. They were in bands. They were bands together. They go play like all the deep ellum, like the door. I don't know if you guys remember the mm-hmm. door. I don't think mm-hmm. the door's there anymore. Um, and then I was like, ah, people can do this. This is the thing you can do. And then I just kind of kept pursuing it. I tried all the arts. My worst one is, is, uh, visual arts. I'm so bad at it. I tried dance. I took like, I, I did everything I could when I was a kid. And eventually I was like, I think it's music. Yeah. You're a hell of a guitar player. 
Really? Yeah, I really think that. Ah, uh, thank you. Yeah. I've never gotten that specific compliment <laughs> no, before. No, I, I swear. Even much I was, per, I mean, not just like she got American Idol, but like fangirl. Um, <laughs> my American Idol king. Uh, but you're like, so, I always, that was like the first thing I noticed. And then watching you perform live, the same thing, like, I feel like you incorporate it really well into where it doesn't like affect your stage presence. I think that's hard for people when, especially when you have an instrument that is a bigger instrument on you, like on your person, I think sometimes it can kind of overtake you mm -hmm. on a stage. And that's a lot of like issues that people have. And I feel like you just like slinging that thing around. I was like, period, do well, it. I have a smaller guitar. So I have like a, yeah. uh, I have like a three, four size quarter size. Guitar. I don't I forget what it's called right now, but it's a baby Martin. And so it's kind of the best of like an electric and acoustic guitar because it's about the size and weight of an electric, but the sound of an acoustic. So I'm not, trapped up there with this massive big body acoustic yeah. guitar and I, I think one of the most important things for a show is giving them energy like yeah. giving the audience energy oh you give energy thanks thank you uh <laughs> i they're not gonna give anything back that, that i'm not giving them yeah i agree that's like i mean i think we've like she's we've seen avery i don't I even know how many her. times I, yeah i know avery. so many times and you mm -hmm. like i've always said like she was my like our top like fourth performer yeah you're definitely like neck and neck for sure. Since seeing you, I was like, no, Jordan, you would have like loved it. It was, it was so incredible. And also I have really bad concert anxiety, like through the roof. I hate crowds. I don't like loud noises. I saw you in the pit. Oh, yeah. I was hollering. I was dancing around. Trey sitting there with me like, this bitch is going crazy. I was like, oh, and I don't know who this person in front of me was. He had the care of a goddess. And oh, he was so fun. That's my buddy. Okay, I am obsessed with them. Yeah, that was Clay. They I've known him since act middle school. Just like one of my friends. And I had a video on my Snapchat of like you and I panicked them and I compared them to my friend Joe and everyone was like, No, I like thought that was them. They are the same person. Damn, bring Joe to the next show. I so will. Yeah. He would love it. I'm but having really bad FOMO right now. Yeah, it was good. so good. You gotta come next time. It was so time. good. Listen, August 5th. Okay. August 5th I'm at Three Links in, uh, in Dallas. I'm not even being dramatic. I had so much fun. Okay. And I don't have a lot of fun at concerts because I honestly, I get so incredibly anxious at That's concerts. That's fair. That's fine. And I was like, no, because you play very much like my type of music. And so, bad and I music? listened to you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, just kidding. No, I'm I, I like kidding. to be sad. No, no I said bad. Oh my I God, like, not bad, bad music. Sad, I was like, <laughs> sad though. And you were like, yes. I was like, oh. <laughs> Actually, I think he's really trash. No. <laughs> shit ass. No, <laughs> no I'm, it was it was so good. I was like, no, I can vibe with this the whole time. I just was, I was dancing around. It's so fun. Damn. I know. Next time. Probably and I'm glad they kept, I'm glad they kept that building as like a music venue. Cause when masks closed, I was scared that they were going to turn in something else. I'm glad that Cicada still kept it like Okay, local that's musicians. what I was thinking. Cause I was yeah. like, I've never been to Cicada, but I have been to Mass. Yeah, it's where Mass was. I looked it up to yeah. where, like where it was. And I was like, oh, that looks like Mass. Okay. Yeah. It's okay, the same building. Awesome. It, the interior decor um, has changed. I liked it. I've never been it to the It was a little place. funky. Is there stickers still in the bathroom? Oh, shit, I didn't go to the bathroom. Uh, stickers know. in the bathroom is just a bar thing, I think. No. Mm -hmm. But we put stickers, our yeah. sticker, though, on oh, the bathroom. So oh, I want, I don't know if it's still there. I should have gone. Damn it, I should have gone. Yeah. Well, Ooh, the whole time you didn't pee once? No. Damn. I didn't pee. I have a really big bladder. Strong bladder. <laughs> Strong bladder. I mean, I'm a server. I can't, I can never have time to pee. I literally go like 10 hours a day without uh, it peeing. It felt very homey. They had a uh, like Stalter and like Waldorf. I think that's their names. The Muppets, the, the, the grumpy Muppets in the theater. Yeah. I'm very about? They had yeah. them like, sticked up there. I'm a Muppet fan. Muppet Stan. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was cool. It was a fun, it was definitely a way like funkier vibe than Mass had before. Mass was a very like underground vibe. Like yeah. it was always like super dark and like sultry in there. Yeah. And this was just like, no, we're getting a little bit weird. Yeah. I was like, I kind of like it. I'll have to check it out. 
Um, so you were on American Idol. Yes, ma'am. You're what so was your journey slay. to American Idol? So I was actually in LA at the time. Uh, I drove out there because I had a scholarship to this like class seminar thing and they had like different people come to talk to people. We're not able to afford it. Had I not had this like merit-based scholarship that I got. Um, and they, one of the days they had a idol casting director coming through and I was actually trying to seek out acting management and representation at the time as well. Um, and like the meeting for my acting representation that I was going to try and get was also during this idol thing. And I was like, fuck it. Like, I don't want to do reality show. Like I want to like gig my way up. I want to be like a real musician. I'm not going to do this. And I was busking on the I was, I'm, I'm a bit busker. I was, I have been humbled. Uh, but I, I was going to go to this thing. I was going to skip it. And then the guy who ran it was like, dude, just please can you, you can go first and then you can just go straight to your audition. And I'm like, all right. All right, since you're gonna let me do that, I, that I will I will go about it that way. Go there. I actually sang "I See Fire" um, as my audition song for this lady, and she just slay, slay, and so she slay. just immediately goes, "You're gonna go to Hollywood Week and audition." No, she said, "You're gonna go to Nashville and audition." And I was like, "Shit, okay." And then I just kind of kept falling into it. Like I just kept going. Like to a certain point, I'd been doing music for like several years, so I knew a little bit my skill level, and I was confident that I was gonna get like certain aspects but then as i kept going further and further i was like oh people are dropping like flies like this is getting a little scary yeah um and then you know finally we got to live voting and i was the first one voted off but uh it was it was definitely an experience I, it was very it's very like ride or die like sink or swim mentality and it was just get good or get out and i i i do thrive in that even though it's toxic do you think that american idol had a large impact on your music career Definitely. I don't know what could have happened because like, it's impossible to know anything else that might have happened had that not happened. Um, but I sometimes wonder like how much financially I have made from shows, gigs, streams because people knew me from Idol, right? Mm -hmm. Like how many times I've gotten a gig because they saw Idol in my in my bio. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely, I was comparing it the other day, like it's almost like I got steroids injected into my music career to just like burst me up out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. um, so it gave me the following and the followers that I have now, a lot of them sticked by, a lot of them fell off, low key, uh, but a lot of them are still there. I don't know if I would be at the place I'm at currently had I not done that. So you, I'm very grateful. Are you someone who like appreciates that idol background? I know some people go on shows like that and get a name for themselves and they kind of want to have that part of them not forgotten per se, but they kind of want their own image to be their own image and they don't want to be, you know, flagged with that like burden of like, oh, okay, well, he's from idol. Well, that's why I killed Trevor Douglas. Okay. I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah. Fully. So yeah, can you explain that to everybody too, about how that kind of came about and how you had that name change? So I was working on new music and I was like, you know what? I'm just not sounding like Trevor Douglas anymore. Like I was having a bit of an identity crisis and I came to the conclusion that Trevor Douglas needed to die. So I went with Trevor my buddy. Douglas can't come to the phone right now. Yeah, sorry. Uh, he's, he's dead. dead. <laughs> uh, so I drove out to Palm Desert, killed him, buried him. Um, I have not I, Palm Desert. Yeah, you'll never find him again. No, no, no. He's <laughs> out in the mountains. Um, I just I felt like it was. It, I wanted to be a bit of an artist because like every so many of the idol guys on there are just like white guys with guitar with first name first name right yeah like, it's like first name first name Trevor Douglas and I was like I can't be that like I I need to at least separate the artistry a mm -hmm. tiny bit. Mm -hmm. You said, nope, we're just taking out all, all of vowels. the vowels. <laughs> and I'm unsure of myself. Uh, so we're going to add a question mark. <laughs> no vowels and we don't know. TRVR question mark? 
I'm sorry, guys. I have a phone. She locked my phone, but luckily she knows my password. <laughs> <laughs> All my friends either know my password or have their face in my phone. That's not healthy. How many faces can you put in the phone? Only three. <laughs> Only three? <laughs> Only? It's like, alter- I think they say have like, it's like your alternative look or something. Yeah. I'm like, so this is be like glasses and shit like that. <laughs> completely no. different people. Damn. They let it happen. I've done that to like two of my male friends. I have my face on their phones because I'd be like, uh, you guys are too fucked up to like text like your responsibility yeah. to other people. So I'm like, I'm going to check in for people. I'm going to check in for you. Damn, that's <laughs> yeah. trust. Yeah, I've done that too. I could use my powers for evil, but I don't. Um, who is your musical inspiration? Um, it's really hard. I, I struggle with that a lot. I definitely a big one for me when I was younger was the Jonas Brothers. Oh my god, I love the Jonas we Brothers. We love the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> was, I've seen the Jonas Brothers like 13, 14 times. You kind of have hair like uh, Joe. Thank you. He's my favorite. Oh my me god. too. Yeah. She's a Nick stand. She's so I fake think for that. Uh, between Nick and uh, no, Joe. I think Kevin's above Nick. See, I agree. Kevin? I think the hierarchy is Joe, Kevin, Nick. I'm sorry, Nick. Go off by yourself then. If you're so big, hot, and cool. Listen, I did lose a little. Respect for Nick after I watched Happiness Begins because I was like, you're the reason for this. Like, So they got their star on the Walk of Fame and I live really close to Hollywood. So I just walked there and like watched it. Did you take a selfie with it? Uh, no. Oh, oh, no. Since then I have. Yeah, okay, yeah. But okay. like, no, when they do, when they do the stars in the Walk of Fame, they like set up barricades and everything. And when they did it, it really sucked. They put up a... Uh, covering like tents over it and then they had stages that were a little bit lifted so we couldn't even see their faces uh it was really kind of kind of sucked yeah but the whole time which i was like this is why joe's my favorite like they all just gave their speeches they were really serious but the whole time joe kept looking out under the thing he'd like duck down he'd like duck and be like say hi to everybody yeah, he's so cute yeah him, he's Sophie so Turner fun. too. yeah she's yeah. so fun oh uh, she is so fun i love her they're such a power couple. They are. I'm watching Game of Thrones. I never actually watched Game of Thrones. I'm watching it right now. Okay, I haven't either. Did you watch House of Dragon? That's why I'm watching I it. Watched House of Dragon. I watched House of Dragon, I like but it. I haven't watched Game of Thrones. So I need to go back and watch Game of Thrones. And everyone's like, skip the first season. And I why can't, would you do that? I can't no. ethically do that. I watched from the first season up until like the Red Wedding. And then I was like, nope, I'm done. See, mm. everyone has like told me, oh, the first season sucks. That's why everyone stopped watching it. I'm like, I can't. I'm pretty sure someone dies in the first episode. I also just like, can't start a, I can't start a show in the second. I'm going to be so, conf- I am always so confused oh, anyway. Yeah. Oh, I get so confused. It's, it's, it's lo- <laughs> you can get lost. I don't, have the don't subtitles skip. on. If someone speaks me to shows on, I'm like, shut the fuck up. I need have to focus. Like I'm someone like, if I have to like go get a drink, I like have to pause the show. I'm like, go Same. to the kitchen and walk. Same. Thank you. People that let it play are psychos. You do that. It makes me furious. I do it if it's something that I really like. Do not care that much about. Like, it's not gonna make or break it if I miss a little bit. I've also rarely watched these shows with you. When so we watch, why when you... we watch movies, though, you just trot inside. When oh, it's okay. You can let it last play. Time we watched a movie outside in our pools. <laughs> <laughs> we got individual pools. We put blankets in them and we put a movie on a screen outside. It was so fun. That's relaxing. That's it sick. yeah. It was a pretty fun night. Actually. It was fun. We, we need to do it again. again. Yeah, but just us. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't inviting myself. I, I oh my God, not inviting. you. I meant because the person that was with us last time will not be here. Okay, okay. <laughs> you can come. Uh, thanks. You know, I'm invited to the pool night. But I you appreciate have, it. You have to bring your own pool. Uh, yeah. I'll see what I can do. Just go to five below. Okay, bet. That's where okay. I got the pools from. Bet, bet, yeah. Bet, bet. yeah. They also have inflatable beer pong. I don't know if you drink. I do. I actually, I love making drinks. I'm such a cocktail maker. Oh my God. What's your favorite drink? Um, my favorite drink to make right now, I really like Palomas. I really like trying to make spicy Palomas. Oh, I also yeah. like, I really like experimenting with like different fruits and fresh things. So okay. 
I my first drink. This is the first drink I've been really proud of. I'm trying to like perfect all my favorite drinks and add things to them. I love that. My first drink that I ever made, obviously, was a mule because it's so easy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want this to be special. So I tried different liquors. I tried like a Mexican tequila mule. Ooh, I tried a Mexican a, mule is so good. I, I like them. I think you don't get any difference between the liquors over the ginger beer. Like I don't taste the liquors. Have you done a Caribbean mule with rum? Rum. I still don't feel like it make a difference. But here's what did make a difference was I was like trying out fruits. So first I tried muddling some blueberries and I was like, that's fine. Blackberries. Oh yeah, they're so I juicy. Like cucumbers. Oh, I do make cucumber mint margaritas. Ooh. Oh my god! Yeah. You can come to every party we throw. Hey, Are you kidding I me? Lo- I love being being bartender. My buddy uh, is a director, trying to be a director. He's working on like be doing the film stuff, and um, he was got one small film like funded that he was doing, and they had a bar scene. So he had me come in and be the bartender. That's so fun! And I'm like, dude. I want some friend nepotism here. Like if this starts to go well, I just want to be the registered bartender for like every yeah. time. I just want to show up in all your projects. I love that. As the bartender. Yes. It was so much fun. I don't have a real job. I, I'm I'm unemployed. I'm a musician. So it was really fun. I've, I want to start with, I've worked service industry. I have done that. So I know how awful yeah. it is. Poser. My first real job was working at the Perot Museum, which was a bit different because it was like really cool, obviously, mm-hmm, yeah. as a Perot Museum. But then they fired everybody during COVID. And then I was like, fuck, why I don't have any, I don't have any money. All the shows got canceled. So then I started working at Ralph's, which if you are yep. in Texas, uh, it is basically Kroger in No, California. but it's better. It's so much better. I love going to a Ralph's. It was awful. I hate well, I wouldn't, it. I wouldn't work there, but I, <laughs> I do like to, sh- I go to there and I go to Vaughn's yeah. whenever I'm out there. It's, it's, it's a decent place. I say, oh, fuck Ralph's. Like they treated us like shit. <laughs> I, they, so one day I'll just say the quick story. Don't why, go to Ralph's. Guys. Why I left was I, the, the uh, the bosses they were just so disrespectful. I know it's like that every place, right? They're, they're all, the bosses are always going to be taking advantage yeah. of their employees every possible chance they can. To the point, one time I called HR to tell them, and they were just like, oh, is this the Kroger company? <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry. And that was it. Like, that was it. They said, yeah. Dan, that's crazy. Anyway, and then one day, her name is fucking Daisy. Her name is Daisy. <laughs> Damn it, Daisy. Fuck you, fucking Daisy. Daisy. And she, it was like literally like a minute and a half to like two minutes to 30 seconds that I had left on the clock. I'm a bag boy and I'm done bagging. This is 2020, 2021. And I was like, I'm just going to go back to the clock out, sitting there talking to my buddy about a clock out. And she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I got like less than a minute left. I'm about to clock out. She's like, you have time to bag. And just started like going on at me, like getting like in front of everybody. I was like, Daisy, don't talk to me like that. Like treat me with some respect. Like you don't need to be like this. Like you're being obnoxious. And then I show up to work the next day and they're like, hey, so we actually like have too many people here. So we're going to move you to another store. And I'm like, what? And I just didn't show up to work. I didn't even no call, no show. I I had no call, no show. I didn't even like call up and tell them I was quitting. I just wanted them to figure it out when I wasn't there and struggle. Like it was I think that you would thrive better to Trader Joe's. I, I would love every, Trader Joe's is so sexy you really give Trader Joe's vibes thank you yeah. that's a huge compliment it is yeah someone told me that they think that they could see me in a Trader Joe's aisle and I was like are you in love with me <laughs> tell me right now I had, on, I had on like my little my cute little jeans on and my little like super huge Harley shirt my little sneakers and they're like he's a huge shop at Trader Joe's and I was like we're moving closer to Trader Joe's Do in California. Do you want me to I'm kiss really you pumped. in the mouth? Like, <laughs> don't tell me that you think you can see me at Trader Joe's. That's so nice. I just wish that they like would make a bigger version of Trader Joe's. Like, I, have, like a, yeah. like how they no. have like Super Target, like have like a 
Trader Max Joe's, Trader Joey or something like that. You know the whole joke about like the worst part about going to Trader Joe's, you have to go to a real grocery store after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I just love so, it. Yeah. My friend worked there in San Diego for a long time and really? she did all the signs for them. <gasps> and I thought that was so cool. I scroll across someone that like paints it for like on TikTok. Yeah, that's my friend that. did that yeah. for like years and I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. She's like, Cabbage, I just work at Trader Joe's. I was like, no, you're the sign girl at Trader no, Joe's. No, you are the heart and soul. You are the blood of, of Trader Joe. Like if you work at Trader Joe's, I respect you a little bit more than if you work at like Kroger. No, if you're, you work at Trader Joe's, you fuck. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you are you hot fuck. and you're so cool. Yes. And I, ugh, I know they shop at PacSun and I know oh, they thrift yeah. and I just know they're so hot and cool. And I've I never wanna, heard anybody talk PacSun up that much before. <laughs> I love a PacSun. I just want to kiss every Trader Joe's employee on the mouth. I love them. And they always ask you like, how your day was and they like really care and they're yeah. like i love this pasta you're buying and i'm like bitches yeah. are just dry noodles but i love like, you thank oh you God, why are you flirting with me i know yes. i'm like are you, you with me? let me just say that <laughs> when i was i went before i had surgery in january yeah and i was like by my mom she came to stay with me for a week mm -hmm. to like take care of me so i was like getting her like a plethora of shit to eat at my house for a week and she's like oh like what do you have going on and i was like, oh girl like i gotta have surgery this is my mom like i don't get to eat none of this like thank you for hyping it up i will never know and she's like oh my god here and she left the her register got me a, two things ice cream gave me for free i was like what a homie i was like i oh my god i, love I was like what is your phone number <laughs> i'm you taking you i'm taking you on a date do <laughs> you want to hang out like i love you so we're doing a pool yeah. uh, get together if, if you you're the come. girl from trader joe's we're doing a pool day you can come but you need to bring some of that ice cream session it was so <laughs> gas i was so high on medication my mom's just like spoon feeding me and i had like one eye open and it tasted like heaven dream yeah it was amazing Oh, I fucking love Trader Joe's. Oh, that is so slight. Okay. Back to music. Sorry, guys. Oh, you're good. This is what people are probably listen for, Trader too. Jones. I just love Yeah. Jones. Our listeners are used to a much more um, drunk episode. Wait, why didn't we bring liquor? Oh, my God. Do you want to drink right now? <sighs> How much left do we have? Like, I, I, like a good half hour. I'll, uh, do you have a beer? There's something in there. I'll, 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 I'll have a swig. I'll go. I'll go. Uh. We'll maneuver fill, the fridge we'll fill the space oh we'll fill the space thank you yeah I, I, I create a big space guys you need to fill it really yeah well. we do i'm not gonna ask one of those questions when's your birthday uh january 19th <gasps> sagittarius oh nope. my god no, are you not are you, are you aquarius like, no you're off what are, wait sagittarius is in, is in december yeah but not a taurus not a pisces not wow. a, what's That's before a, me because i'm an aquarius but you're but you're january 19th yep. Yeah. I knew I was going to get there. Well, I mean, you guys are only 12. You already gotten there eventually. But you're really, aren't you like a day before a cusp? Yeah, that's what everybody always tells me. It's like, oh, but it's because they're always like, oh, you're not a Capricorn. Oh, but you're a cusp. Okay, that's thank you. Because I was me. like, no, 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 wait. Because I was like, I'm on, I'm a day away from a cusp for um, Aquarius and Pisces. And I'm not a Pisces. I've gone out of the way to never like memorize what people tell me. Because if I do it, people will just tell me I'm ran through. So I've. Like, That's really true. If I ever met a man who was like, "Yeah, this is my rising," I'd be like, "You're oh, a slut. slut. Yeah, you are a yeah. giant slut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Would you like a beverageino? Yeah, give me a claw. I'll take a claw. I, I'm. I'm not picky. Oh, there's no laws. We're drinking claws. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, people, uh, I actually really enjoy having people try and guess because they've never like want, like gotten it right. Like hardly ever I go, I like, what's your sign? Like, I want you to guess. Yeah. And like, I'll watch them go like, mm, and they'll like work through four or five until they finally get the Capricorn. Like, ah, I knew it. And I'm like, it took you that long. Like, what do you, you didn't mean know you knew it? it? No, like, yeah. you struggle with it's that. It's yeah. so funny. No. It's so funny. I feel like I only really know like 
everyone comes to me about like astrology and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but I only really know about like people closest to me in their signs. Like, I don't know just about a Capricorn. The only reason I know about Sagittarius is because I dated one. And yeah. Was, How was that? It was terrible. Ah, uh, fucking it was, Sagittarius. It was great. And then it was just like bad, uh, you know? High highs, low lows. High highs. I see. That's not sustainable. No. A good relationship, I think, it's it's like hard for people to get ready for it, but like a good relationship isn't. Um, oh, Ruby Grapefruit is my favorite. Oh my thank yeah. God, we don't like that one. Uh, no, I do like that. Oh, one. I hate. Oh, well, that. I don't like the black cherry. I oh, love black, black cherry. Thank. You. Oh my God, we're best friends now. Uh, I'm a black cherry already. stand. Can I, can I can fix your mic stand? Uh, no, because okay. it, it just does that. I don't know what's wrong with that one. I was gonna say because I have to be an independent woman. <laughs> And so I can fix it. All right. Whatever you want to do. I want to ask my white claw open. Oh, okay. This sound I saw of you w- had nails, so I didn't this know if you song, wanted to. This sound, this song, this is a song. This sound of a white claw would wake me up out of a coma. I know that in my heart and soul. Oh! That is so delicious to hear. Okay. Just give me, if I'm ever in a coma, give me a white claw in my IV bag. That Literally. is so alarming. We Cheers, team. Cheers. Cheers. So proud of Ding. you guys. You can fix that ding and post. Mm. I don't do that. I feel better already. That's refreshing. Oh, that is. I just love white claw. I just. Uh. It just reminds me of summer. I I like making drinks. I I, I usually that is like up to me. I just love the craft. Like that's why I'm not a beer person. I know a lot of craft goes into a beer, mm-hmm. but I like. I I just love the craft and love that goes into currently like watching someone make a cocktail. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I want to become a spritz girl because mm. hear me out. I've had aperol spritz. I love aperol spritz. And then I had a spritz when I went to, um, what's that place? The Holly. Um, that one's off me. Mm-hmm. I okay. don't know. I don't know. It's cute. Okay. Noted. Um, <laughs> I had a spritz there and then I'm like, you know what? I want to become a spritz girl. Cause I feel like it's a light refreshing drink. <laughs> that's like, um, you know, not like hard, you know, it's actually a lot of, it's like almost all liquor. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Prosecco <laughs> and then, and then the Aperol, Aperol. and then that's I like, think uh, that's like about it. I think that's oh. it. And then I think there's citrus in it. So yeah. it's, it's all liquor. Yeah. See, that's why she you might top it off with sparkling water. Actually. I think that's, you can do some with soda. Yeah. Yeah. You do put soda in it. Mm-hmm. So it might not be, it might be a little bit watered down. I take it back, but it's pretty heavy. Like when I make them at work, it's pretty heavily. Okay. Where do you work? Can I come get a drink from you? Yeah. Well, I don't bartender. I serve, but like I'll help out sometimes. I work at snooze. Everyone come see me. I would no one to. sent me hate mail for knowing where I work now because I didn't say before when I worked at hell. Your stalker's going to come find you now. That's fine. As long as you tip me fat, I don't give a fuck. Facts. Yeah, yeah. it's just a breakfast joint. It's a breakfast joint in, in the funk. It's fun. Have you never been there? That. No. You would love the vibe, I you think, honestly. See, it's just like DFW, Fort Worth, Dallas, Plano. It's all grows so much. There's always oh, yeah. so many yeah. new things. Like, it's impossible. I come back. I do like gig pay or like bill paying gigs, I call them, which are basically just restaurant gigs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I show up and like that my booking agent for those is like here and I'm like, what the hell is this? This was not here when I was here last time. <laughs> yeah. How would you say that you split your time? Like, is it like 40, 60 or like 50, 50? Between uh, like here and LA. Yeah. Uh, the safe answer is 51% in Texas so that I can use, gotcha. that I don't have to pay an income tax. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is actually really tough because it's more than just those two states because I travel a lot for shows. Yeah. I started doing college gigs um, and those take me all over. I go to New York, I go to Wisconsin, I go to Louisiana, um, so many places. I'm trying to expand on that more. I'm working with my manager on like doing that ourselves because those are great because they pay you to be there and they pay you to put you in front of the right audience, which is college kids. Yeah. Um, oh, I need to get you on Joe Neville. Mm-hmm. 
I love him. Oh yeah. He went That's to a brother. place in my hometown in Kansas and same thing as Texas. They pay their artists usually very well nice. up there. Um, I worked, I did, I bartended at a cabaret theater up there for like years. It was so cool. And we had people come up all the time to drink live music. People ran up the whole space and do live music and they got paid really well. So Show me the info. I mean, if you want to be a little Kansas boy for not, you gotta put your boots on. I actually really need to get cowboy boots. I, I don't I, own any either, so it's fine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, I that's a cowboy not, hat. That's worse though because he's from here and I'm not from here, so. That's true. Well, here's the thing is I don't have a lot of money and I'll start <laughs> with that. But also I'm trying to figure out how to style cowboy boots for a man because I like the way like when girls wear them with shorts. Yeah. And like yeah. you can see the boots. Yeah. And I'm just also not a, even a shorts guy. Yeah. So like I don't like the idea of wearing the boot and the whole boot's covered. And then yeah. tucking my stuff, my shorts, my pants in the boot is going to make me look like a loser. Yeah. 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 So I, I don't I, know if it just, I don't know. I can't really see you as a boots I man. I in these jeans, I feel like. Yeah, they're higher cut. Yeah. Yeah, they're a little slutty. I get to show a little ankle. A little slutty. Get the angle out. Yeah, you see, the, the the fine art of dressing like a slut, like a man, mm-hmm. like as a man, is 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 not perfected by, most men can't figure it out. It's it's hard. And I, I, th- I wish more men would dress slutty. Me too. Can we make that the uh, the new hashtag? Yeah, yeah, slutty. So my 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 buddy uh, coined June a sl- uh, July is slut month. So it's about to be slut month. According Thank God to for so. it. I've been waiting for this. Me yeah, too. get ready, everybody. It's also gonna have to be a sundress summer because I have been alert the media. I've been buying some dresses. Fat, fair, valid. Bitch, I get so hot. I have turned into this sweaty ass mess. It's so <laughs> like two hot. months. I've never sweat worse in my life than this summer. I think something's wrong with me. I'm I mean, it's also like over a hundred degrees. So, so yeah, hard. but I'm like always dying. And now that I'm like back serving, I'm running constantly. All I want to do is like be cold 24 seven. It's like, I just need to be cold. And so now I've just been rocking a dress. I also just like can't be bothered. Whenever like, you're wearing a dress, it's like a constant like flow of air. You so a little bit of a breeze. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll try that next time. Yeah. Yeah. I've been watching Married at First Sight. Oh my god! I want to watch an Australia edition. Well, have you watched it on Netflix? Like, no. Okay, so I've one, watched a couple seasons. I watched like when they first came out. So in 2020, there was an episode or a season with like Amelia and um, Bennett. Did you watch that one? No. So, oh my god, I love them. They are just like these funky, like weird, like just, just like the coolest people ever. Like they have the same exact glasses, and she like wore like a bird in her hair when they got married, and, like Aww. the weirdest shit ever. And I, she's like, yeah, we're super weird. And we like love it, and I love them. I love people who like are like so happy together. I love watching that. They're yeah. so yes. well, they're divorced now. R.I.P. Oh, but like they, oh, okay. I know, I know. But they like they still follow each other on Instagram. I checked. Uh, so like There's they're fine. I love looking at drama like online. <laughs> yeah. and being like, Have you guys followed? I'm I live such a drama free life yeah. as a songwriter. It's hard. See, I don't have any drama either, so I just love like listening to it and finding out so i'm yes. like searching but he wears a like a uh he wears like a man moo to bed and she's like oh i've just never like dated a man that wears a dress to bed and he's like well i can tuck my knees into it and i still get a breeze and i was like this man knows what the fuck is up <laughs> facts and i told trey i said i'm gonna buy you a man dress to sleep with and he said no um so we're still working on it i think i'm gonna have him sleep in my moo first and see how he feels do you, ha- you actually have one i have moo uh, get us both yeah, one I'll, I'll wear it with him thank you thank you I'm comfortable with masculinity. <laughs> See, men need to start wearing night dresses, little PJ dresses. It's I, so comfy. I saw this I influencer love that I follow. Uh, her, it was just her husband's birthday, and so like they went on like this golf trip. But on like mm-hmm. the last day, the guys were like wearing matching rompers, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm here for it." I love that. I wish I'm like all of it. our boyfriends would, like wear like the same shirts. Yeah, and they like twin. Have you guys seen the thing where it's like, uh, like it's like a group of girls, like they basically. 
or like, hey boy, hey babe, hey babe, I bought you this shirt. And I really yeah. want you to wear it. And, and they, they all, all trick each other the same thing. I want to do that oh, so bad. So fucking funny. Because it's so easy to be like, will you wear this today? Okay. Like that made us fuck a shit. Men need to like appreciate their style more. Style is. I agree. So much fun. Yes, it's There's, fun. Yeah, like express yourself in it. Also, like listen to people's advice sometimes. <laughs> We're the gold chain, <laughs> guys. Dude, we're back to a gold chain. Chains chase. are nice. Chains yes. are nice. Chains are the moment. I got pearls too, but I didn't wear them today. Slay, slay. I love oh, that for slay, you. Slay. You're such a style you icon. Me, this is. I'm Every sorry. time someone starts this, they say the most generic white man. Well, no. Well, it's not going to be generic because it's the animated character. Oh, that's even um, worse. Okay, sorry. Have you seen Tangled? Oh my God, Flynn Rider. <laughs> yeah. oh okay, no. The, okay, but wait, but wait, wait. What's that other one? What's the other one with the guy with the glasses? That wears this. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Miles something? Yeah. Miles. Oh, yeah. oh, no, uh, I know from uh, Atlantis. Atlantis. Yes. If yeah. him and Flint Rider had a baby, that's yes. you. I get, I get uh, uh, Flint, not Flint, fuck, what's his name? Yeah, from Atlantis. What's, Milo. It's Milo. It's Milo, Milo, Milo right? I get oh, that no, all the time. Milo. Yeah. I really wanted to do that for Halloween. I Sometimes I've worn this shirt and then I like I wore glasses for like another yeah. reason. People are like, I was like, fuck, I did it to myself. Or like a young Derek Shepard from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, I don't watch uh, Grey's Patrick Anatomy. Patrick Dempsey. Oh, handsome man. Yeah. Handsome man. Thank oh, yeah. you, actually. Yeah. Usually someone's like, you remind me of my buddy. And then they show me a picture. <laughs> and it's just a straight white man with facial hair. You're like, we don't all um, look alike. One time I had a customer come in when I was still in sales. And she said, she, heard, she came to me, she started crying. And I was like, what the fuck? And she's like, sorry, you look just like my dead best friend. And she was crying, and I was like, "Oh my god, not me looking like your dead best friend." That was the worst thing I was ever told in my fucking life. I was like, "Well, that's so fucking." I'm really sorry your friend is dead, um, but like your bill is gonna stay up ten dollars a month. I'm so sorry. I don't know what to tell you, dog. Like, big bawling her eyes out. Like I had to oh like, my I had to like be like, "Oh, I, it's time for me to take my lunch. I've got to go." It was horrible. I don't miss being in sales at all. People are so weird. The amount of customers that I've had cry to me is just like. Oh. The trauma dumping is severe. Do you write about trauma? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, a lot of my songs, they're they, so I'm not like I said. I, I don't really have a lot of like drama in my life, really. Um, a lot of my lives are more so like observations. It used to be love songs. It used to be like, oh, I'm so sad, but like nobody <laughs> wants that anymore. Like nobody no, wants. We do. I like to be sad. <laughs> oh no, no, not that. Like not that it's not okay to be sad, but like. I soak in it. So many people just write the same love song over and over and over and over. Oh, yeah. And yeah, like, I, I, I kind of wanted to graduate from that. So I kind of try to write more about the world and like what I perceive in the world. Mm -hmm. But it's really fun to see people take their own feelings to the song. So like my song Better Off Alone, that's out now. Um, it's so good. Thank I was you. listening over here. It really slays. Play it at the end of the podcast. Um, oh my God, I will. My, <laughs> that song, I kind of wrote it originally about how in with like capitalism everything has to be productive like you can't relax and start playing video games you're going to be like i'm not really doing anything though i'm not being productive and i have musician friends that will straight up like start making themselves sit in negative emotions because their emotions have to be productive they have mm -hmm. to write about their sad feelings and i was like that sucks you can just be happy you can just relax you can just enjoy life and so i started writing about that and then i started writing about in addition to that observations on what that creates in society mm -hmm. and that's what the song's about how like uh, capitalism like breeds us having mental health problems in my opinion um and it, that the whole song started out as that and i just it, it, people started being like finding their own meanings to mm -hmm, it which yeah. is really interesting to me people were like i cried to this song it reminded me of my relationship and i'm like i didn't say love her <laughs> him once in this song yeah like where'd you get that from 
but it's cool that people can take their own meanings and like i like whenever people have different meanings for different things. yeah yeah especially like, i think that's important too so like especially in the music world i think a lot of people have that same feeling of like if you're doing nothing you're like not you're not succeeding when you're anymore. self-employed it's really hard yeah when you're self-employed it's really hard like you feel like you have to be productive and you have to be doing stuff 24 7 or you're not like making the most out of your time yeah. and you're not being you're not going to put out music you're not gonna make money you're not gonna do this and it's like you can like sit down for a minute i'm afraid of streaming on twitch because like video games is kind of like my relaxation time mm-hmm. and i'm afraid of streaming on twitch that like that's me making video games productive yeah gotcha and you don't want to like that's i was had that conversation recently because i'm going back to college and i went back to what i originally started when college for the first time because I was going to go for writing because mm-hmm. I do write a lot. And I was like, I don't, I think if I make this a job, I'm going to end up hating it. And it's a journey I don't want, music. yeah, I don't want the one out that I have to like turn into a task or a chore. Like that's going to put a negative emotion towards it every time. And I'm not going to want to do it anymore. It's a journey to continue to like things, like especially mm-hmm. with music. Like I work really, really hard and I have to schedule out time to keep it fun. Mm-hmm. Um, this is um, kind of random. Are your parents still together? Uh, one of them is dead. Oh, God. oh my God, same. Thesis, yeah. <laughs> so, no, they are not. I'm sorry, I'm I'm so <laughs> Every time Jordan finds out someone has a dead parent, she's like, oh my God, thank God we have some I, I feel like at least I get to like use this to make uncomfortable situations for everybody else right I, it's at least my duty I get to get that out of it see having her and Robin both have like they're like in like the club it's like the dead moms club and I'm like <laughs> congrats well uh, I, I mean guess. I can I can like stay with you guys <laughs> we can like talk and hang out you want to call my I mom I hope you don't join our club um, <laughs> I just love that you asked like are, what do you ask why what vibe are you getting are you getting like divorced kid vibe or no, like no i was getting the opposite of divorced kid vibe so i feel like your parents like definitely raised you very yes, properly and like yes, you had a loving like home from a good home it's really interesting i think i could have ended up more fucked up i've thought about that a lot because oh, me too. when like mm-hmm. s- when you're seeing people uh, a big opinion my opinion it's very anecdotal um uh, is people's relationship with their parents is going to determine their relationship Mm-hmm. Like abilities or yes. relationship status, like how they are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I'll be having conversations with someone and they'll say something like really unhealthy. And I'm like, what's your relationship like with your parents? And then they'll be like, <laughs> oh yeah, my um, blah, blah, blah is like not there anymore. And like always treating me like shit. And I'm like, oh, okay, so that's why you want a man that like is probably in prison. Um, <laughs> it's really interesting. And so because I grew up like with a single mom, um, I, I feel like I could have ended up having more troubles that i don't know how i didn't yeah you seem like a very well-rounded human being i, I also think i can tell that you were raised by a woman thank you but in, no, in a very good way in a very good way yeah like, that's not a bad thing at all i always can really tell when like men have a good and healthy relationship like with their mothers because they're much softer and like in a very good way so i actually had a really interesting conversation about that recently is that i even feel uncomfortable in like really masculine spaces sometimes yeah. uh i don't know if it's because there's no emotion in them mm-hmm. um like even my best like dude friends are all very comfortable in masculine they're like i'm not gonna be friends with a guy that i don't think i could cry in front Mm -hmm. of right um i have yeah it's very interesting and so i end up having more female friends Mm -hmm. because of that and i also try to like extend extra love and kindness to my male friends because i do think there's a bit of an issue with men not getting the opportunity to love each other like there's no equivalent to the inside of a woman's restroom 
at a, at a bar for men. Oh my god! There's no camaraderie yeah. like that amongst it's men. It's so nice, and I want to be that change in the world because I'm not gonna sit here as a man, a straight man, and come here and be like, "Oh, straight men are oppressed." But we do have like <laughs> emotional issues that are baggage that yeah. I yeah. I feel like because I'm a bit better with my feelings, I could maybe be that change in the men in my life and yeah. make them feel more comfortable. We talked about last week for Men's Mental Health Month because yep. Which I didn't Pride realize month. that was this month. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I love it. We talked about it last, last week because I think it's important that, I think just the whole stigma around like men's mental health is very swept under the rug a lot because there's this whole toxic mindset like, no, you need to be strong and brave. And I was watching Married at First Sight actually too. And this made me feel so much like rage inside. There was a conversation that they were having, obviously, you know, they've never met and they're talking or whatever. And he tells her, oh, I want to let you know, I have clinical depression. Like, you know, I have these moments. He's being like so open open about this and telling her like you know i have these moments i have these times blah blah and then when she goes to have her little like you know one-on-one like With where she camera? speaks yeah she's saying i don't know if this is gonna work i wanted a manly man i wanted this 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 and i was like girl i wanted to you jump through the screen yeah i'm right. like i wanted so to toxic. jump through the screen and jump her ass i was like there is no way that you were saying that i just think that is so uh that just made me like rage inside i was like how can you have some kind of emotion that is negative towards someone opening up about something that they've been struggling with. Like if you haven't struggled with mental health, I guess luck. lucky like, fucking like, lucky you, you, but yeah. like, yeah, but like, dude, what the hell? I'll never forget the time when a buddy of me and my old roommates was like, what's being anxious? Like, <laughs> he's like, do you ever get anxious? And then we explained it. And he's like, I guess sometimes I get nervous before an audition. <laughs> Trying to explain. I'll never forget that. It was so funny. It was so because I think my my biggest struggle was probably um, anxiety. Mm -hmm. But I also grew up in the arts too, so I also grew up around like mostly women. I would be me in a class of like all women in the dance class, right? And it would be like two other guys, and I might be the only straight one there. Yeah, Um, and I encountered that like my entire life, and I I think that probably did. help me and just in being open and yeah it's also tough because my mom and my dad were both like in science like my mom was a veterinarian and my dad was a doctor so those aren't exactly like very emotional practices Mm -hmm. or like i so i just grew up like very scientifically methodically based Mm -hmm. um and so comparing that i'm i'm a lot more analytical and and knowledge based than most of my artist friends Mm -hmm. but i don't know i love that like i think that's very cool because i feel like i grew up the opposite i played like softball and basketball and i was in do not give me a ball <laughs> i now have so many guy friends like predominantly male friends i feel like i hang out with all the time and it's like i feel uncomfortable in a room full of only women sometimes because i'm like the way that i grew up was i was the very like tomboyish mm, like yeah. very like sports and all these i went to like private catholic school for like a long time and Y'all, women that goes to those schools, y'all are built different and y'all are scary and y'all are mean 80% of the time and I will die on that hill. And so I just had a lot of guy friends. That's how I was. And now I'm like, oh God, they're judging me and they're, these girls would have bullied me in high school. And so all my friends like are still guys and it's just like how I've grown up. So I feel like I have like the exact opposite experience. Your, your upbringing really shapes you. Yeah. But also I think you reach an age where you go, uh, you're an adult, mm-hmm. fix it. Yeah, I think that's important too. Yes. It's one of those things that you can't completely always blame like, but it does shape you. It, does it definitely shape shapes you. you. It really yeah. does. But you have to also like make your own path at some point. Because I have very, I mean, my mom, she was the arts when she was a traveling musician for years when she oh, was younger. Yeah, she's an artist. She's so cool. She All of her paintings are all over our house. She still plays the guitar. She's so cool. She's the baddest bitch of all. 
my she's dad's the like, only cool Karen. Yeah. My dad's yes. like a quality oh engineer and like very like never ever smoked weed a day in his life and hardly drinks. And he, you know, his worse since he was 14 and he's just like as straight edge as you can get. My mom's like, oh, I used to do this drug and this, this, this. And I'm like, you're so cool. Like what I did to Molly. Oh, she says some crazy. I'm like, bitch, what the hell is that? She's like, oh, you can't find it anymore. I was like, that's because it's bad. That's because you should have died. <laughs> like, dude. She's the friend that, like, they did, like, the commercials about. Yeah. <laughs> She's she the one so that crazy. your parents warned you about. Yeah. She's the one that would have jumped off the bridge. If she is. Jumping off the bridge. There's, like, all these pictures I have on my phone of her, like, at Halloween, and she's always, like, a Playboy bunny, like, running around when she's, like, 30, and I'm like, you're so fucking cool. Like, she's so much cooler than me. But she was one that, like, shoved all the artistic stuff at me. Like, oh, mm-hmm. write, design clothes, write songs, do this, sing, do this, join choir. I was in choir for, like, eight years. I had to do it all. My dad's like, play sports. I, I think one thing that is for me, too, is I think being a musician is a very um, unique outlook on life. And I get a unique form of therapy that most people don't get. Yeah. So, like, yes, I've been to actual therapy, but doing music if i have an actual really serious problem or a thing i can't like comprehend i can write about it i can basically journal and then journaling itself is already really really good but journal i'm so sorry it's the claw i had to burp um journaling in itself is really 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 good but when you're writing a song and then it starts to become a banger Mm -hmm. then you went through your trauma you talked about it you feel good about that and then you're like wrote a hit too so like it's like like you get a reward (laughs) you get a reward for it (laughs) and it's a very unique perspective like i see a lot of people going through things and i'm like hmm i don't know how to help you other than tell you to go to therapy but like i because like writing a song is just such good therapy yeah do you ever have those moments where you're like okay i want to feel things like say like you have a inspiration for a song but you're not really like feeling that necessarily do you ever have like that phase where you're like okay like let me put myself in a situation where i can feel this and so i can write this banger you know see that's actually I, better off loans about doing exactly not that okay. so i i that sounds so sassy uh, actually <laughs> fuck that um, actually no bitch you're wrong but i i don't like that's the that shit i've ever heard <laughs> I, I notice like a lot of friends like just make themselves sad and like you don't need to do that. You can find inspiration and joy. You can find inspiration in so many things and you don't need to like, I, I don't like the art, the, 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 the story of the troubled artist. There's a reason mm-hmm. why so many, this 27 club, right? Yeah. There's a oh, reason yeah. why there's all these things. Like even to the extent, like I've played a couple like really, really big shows in my life. And after you do those, you're like, I want to celebrate. Let's get, let's get lit. Right. Let's mm-hmm. do shit. But that's, like, not sustainable. You can't do that every time. And that's what leads to people looking like shit when they get older, dying early. Mm-hmm. Because every time you're like, oh, let's let's go do every of the drugs twice and drink. Yeah. And it's just not sustainable. And, like, I take my shit really seriously. Like, I don't drink all that much if I have a lot of shows going on. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have a drink that night at the show. I'm bummed out. I would have loved one. but like I didn't either. I had so much to do. I was, like, so tired after the show. If mm-hmm. I had a drink, it would have just messed me up and yeah. so like i also have really bad acid reflux and <laughs> drinking is one of the worst things so i really have to like regulate it for that as well he's gonna leave here and be like fuck i have heartburn <laughs> I, I, I got tums in my backpack so we're chilling oh i love that prepared king so okay so you let me see what is the massive because i mean obviously you're in uh-huh. la and you're in here you're 51 percent um what is the biggest difference between the music scenes out there versus here so so interesting i was just talking to someone about that uh in los angeles 
the music scene's almost already been built. So yeah. I originally went out there because I felt like I was becoming a bigger fish because I did Idol. I was playing so many shows. I was meeting so many things. I was doing so many things here at DFW. And I was like, you know what? I like being the least qualified person in a room. I like I like that. I want to struggle mm-hmm. a little bit. So I was like, I'm going to go to LA, be the smaller fish out there. And I drowned. I am drowning. It is hard. Like every, unless you have money, massive connections, or a family member whose name is blue on Wikipedia, yeah. you like have almost no ends and, and, or a massive viral hit TikTok song, almost no ends in Los Angeles. Cause it's already been built, but like in LA, sorry, in Fort Worth, it's still being built. Like it's still small. You can kind of get in on the ground up. It's like mm-hmm. real estate, right? If you buy a place before, uh, it's growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like trend, the distribution company that I work with, I hear the label, management team um they started out here and the people there blake are like trying to grow Mm -hmm. the fort worth music Mm -hmm. scene so getting in on that now it's like helping my community for starters which is awesome um growing the scene out here and i get to be on it from the ground up and be a bigger name and also it's just like nicer out here the sound guys are usually nicer the gigs pay out here yeah i can't imagine doing i mean i go to la sometimes like whenever i go out to san diego Uh and Sometimes the vibe is not it. I won't uh, lie to you. What I will say is people are like, oh, people are so fake in LA. People are fake fucking everywhere. That's what I say That's too. True. People always say that people are rude with. out there. And I'm like, no, I think that it's just, it's just, people. I just think it's, I don't know. My, my dad, he just hates California so much. And I want to go back out to San Diego, like more than anything. He's like, people out there are so weird. They'll go past you in the grocery store and not even say, excuse me. And I'm like, okay, yeah. they're just walking past you. They don't need to excuse themselves for just walking in front of you. Like you don't own that space. <laughs> What do you mean? Unless yeah. they like run into you and just like look at you sideways, be like, oh, my bad. Okay. But like someone will just like walk past you and he's like, oh, they didn't say, excuse me. I'm like, oh, take your privileged ass somewhere else. I, I do feel like what's really <laughs> funny is I always make the joke that like the worst person you know from every hometown decided to like move to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And like, quite frankly, that's probably me. I, I, moved, <laughs> I moved there. Um, and that's definitely prevalent, you know, LA and New York. Um, but there's bad people everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. yeah. Hang out with, and I'm very selective of my friends. I also think that I've honestly got met like the nice people out in that area, like in all of SoCal. People from the city too, like from the actual yeah. state and stuff, are always incredible. It's, they're it's always, always a so nice. It's always the transplants. Yeah, like they're me. just so nice. Like everyone out there is just like they don't give a fuck about you. They just want to like live their life and have fun and like do their own thing. And you just like they just like smile at you and you walk by and that's the whole thing and that's the end of it. And I love it. And everyone's like oh, California. I'm like y'all. <laughs> The Maybe you're the problem. Fresh, though. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I I can't get mm. avocados out here. No. No. And the sushi out there. Yeah. I die. We're too far I from die. the coast. Mm-hmm. Only a couple places here are good, but I miss the food scene. No, there's a Nobu here now, I guess. Yeah, in Dallas. Yeah. I've been wanting to go. Yeah. It's overpriced. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> I'm not paying for that. I didn't know what it was like. <laughs> go by yourself. <laughs> I mean, it is fine. I've been there on other people's dimes before. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I'll go to Wasabi on Hewlin. I love that place. I'll love. die there. I love that place. I'll check it out. Oh, it is so good. Do they have vegetarian stuff? Yeah. My sister's vegetarian. So. It is so, oh, I love it. I go there like once a week. I love it. It's so cheap and it's so good. And it's the biggest piece of fish that you will get in Fort Worth easily. Oh. And it tastes the freshest. I'll go to like Blue and stuff on University and it's fine, but it's so overpriced. And this shit they give me is so small. That's the best. Oh, you say that though, but it's probably like cheap for like if I were to go to LA, like what you're getting here. That's the, yeah, that's the yeah. best part about coming out here. If is you want to stop your like money, crazy. Yeah. Do you ever go to San Diego or anywhere down south? You just stay in LA. Mostly just in LA. I've, I've been to San Diego. I have a couple of buddies in San Diego. Um, I want to. I'm I'm starting to expand like my tour. Excuse me. It's this <laughs> ruby grapefruit claw I got right here. 
Um, Shout out White Claw. Please sponsor us. That'd be sick. Let me know when the pool <laughs> pool White Claw party yes. is. Yeah. Yeah. I'll play and I'll I'll provide drinks. I'll actually no, I'm not providing drinks. You White sing Claw while you bartend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You sing while you bartend. A, I'll make a White Claw cocktail. It can't yes. be that hard. They're already flavored. Amen. Yeah, we put vodka in them sometimes if we want to. Okay. No. If you listen to our episode last it, week, you know that we're not okay. <laughs> I don't oh remember like any of that episode. I was getting serious. I was getting yes, texts about it the other so, day. You've never done that before. It's delicious. I don't like to get that level of drunk. So we don't either. We it, didn't really mean to. <laughs> my body can't take it. It's just like do it one time. Just one time. Okay. In the safety of your home. Yes, yes. That's usually where I drink, so I don't like buying yes. $20 cocktails Amen. in California. Yeah, that, no. That's why I started making drinks, because I was like, I don't want to pay $20 for this. I can make it at home. Okay, yeah. yeah. Grab your Tito's, just pour a little bit in there, count to five, and then five. pour your White Claw in there. Oh my God. I, I, and I like really started doing it too. I went to the Dallas Dash show that was. I feel like I got you into doing it. What you is did. Dallas I started. Dash? So Dallas Dash is a, it's a fundraiser, like it's a marathon. They have a big show oh, that okay. is at a, what is it, Trinity Commons, I think is what it's called. Um, and uh, Paul Wall and Ernie and all them were there. So we went and did, we went and saw them. And they give like drink tickets, right? So someone like, gave me a drink ticket. I just paid for, like the canned one or whatever. It's like, oh, you pick like a canned one or like a cocktail one. I just paid for a canned one. I just knew I wanted a white claw. And I go up there and I give it to him and I order a white cloud and he gives me and I give him the ticket. He's like, oh shit, you have a cocktail one. And I was like, well, I only paid for the can one. He's like, here, take a chug of this. And I'm like, okay. So I like chug like two gulps of my white cloud. He just looks at me, just fills the whole rest of it up with Tito's. I was so drunk. <laughs> On oh one drink, I was gosh. like, "Oh no, I'm in Dallas." I just say I had like I ate like two hot dogs before I came home. I that like, could not be me. I was Something not well. About the Tito's in the White Claw, mm. the White Claw mask, the flavor of the Tito's so well. It's magical, honestly. That it's just like it, I have to recommend it. Noted. It's, it's my favorite thing. Noted. I I I don't know if I will, but <laughs> maybe I'm going to the beach. Time. Maybe I'm going to the beach. Oh, That's yeah. a good beach activity. Yeah. No glass needed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's actually not you're not allowed to really technically drink on the beaches because they're parks, which kind of sucks. No. Oh, I've I don't think I've ever oh, not yeah, drink on a beach. Where, like, I, I always that, drink like, on a beach. The videos where like the people come by and like pour out their alcohol. That's never happened to me. Knock on wood. Yeah, technically illegal. Don't want that to happen. Oh, yeah. Fuck oh the police God. though. Fuck the police. Fuck twelve. Yeah. No. I got a speeding ticket recently, and it was like. <laughs> was it here? It was on on my way back from Houston, mm. and the pig was like literally. <laughs> he uh, like pulled me over and he was like oh hey buddy like uh, i just gotta give you a little citation really fast and then he, 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 why are you being my friend you're not my friend you're charging me hundreds of dollars right now why are you trying to like put on your customer service voice and he's like hey go you can be right on your way and then he like hands me this thing to sign and i wanted to sign like fuck you or like a cab or yeah. some shit on it like when i wrote my name down or like drop it when i handed it back to him so he had but i was like i just want to get the fuck out of here I I've only gotten one time. I, was, in my I didn't life. even mean to speed. Yeah. Like I, I'm not even a speeder. Like I just, it was like a long drive, and like I just zoned out a second. Yeah, and I happened to be going over the speed limit. I've only gotten one ticket in my life, and I am, a, I'm a speeder in like the ten. I'll go like ten over the speed limit, whatever. <laughs> when I got my ticket, guys, I was going thirty five in a thirty. Oh and hell no! Really? Yes, I would have gotten out and fought that cop. But I was literally, I was like two minutes away from turning into my neighborhood, getting home. And I passed the cop. I'm driving this way. He's driving the opposite way. He U-turns, like, bust a bitch behind me. I'm like, what the oh my fuck? God. are you serious? Like, sir. He gives me a ticket. I'm like, really? Like, what the hell? No. The one I did was so when I met up with you at the damn Ross to oh, go yeah, shopping yeah. with you for your fucking birthday or some shit. And I'm like, yeah, I'll drive all the way out here to go to Ross with her. I drove like 20 minutes to go with you to a fucking Ross. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. I, we didn't buy anything. I went, I drove 20 minutes to be out somewhere for 10. So I'm driving back. I'm on Chisholm Trail. And I'm, this fucker. I'm going with the flow of traffic. 
I'm just having a good old time, chilling. I one, I tried to lose him, which I think was my that was a no. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I realized that after the fact. I also don't think I was. I didn't really realize he was trying to get me. I thought he was trying to get somebody else, and I was like, oh, she's gonna go past me. And then he just simply didn't. And I was like, fuck. He's like, hey, little lady. And I was like, yeah. And I was, I was mean. I was mean. I don't like cops. I will die on that hill. Um, TBH, I don't always respect you guys. And that's just the truth. Um, and I sat there, wrote him down, just mean mugging the fuck out of him. And he was like, you're not getting out of this. And I was like, am I fucking trying? Just give it to me so I can go home. I want to go eat. I was one of Rosa's. All I wanted to go do was get to Rosa's. And he was just so rude after I was being rude. And then I was like, oh, he's just matching my energy. I can't like be like mad that he's being rude to me. But then it was like $428. And I was going seven over. I was like, you taxed. You taxed me. That's I was insane. so pissed. That's oh, insane. I was well, it so sucks because it's like, yes, you have free speech. I could say fuck you to the cop when I walk past him, but do I really have free speech? Because he could find anything that right. I said to get he mad at me. He could be like, oh, yeah. you kill myself. Yeah. No, one time I was just driving my mom's car when I was younger and like she, her registration had like been out for a month and he, the guy pulled me and was like, hey, your registration's out. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, officer. Like I'm driving my mom's car to school right now. Like I can tell her when I get home. Like I don't, he's like, your registration's out. And I'm like, what do you want me to do, officer? It's my mom's car. You can ticket I'm me. I'm a child. I'm gonna give it to her. Like, it's not, it's not my Put car. Put her name on it. Like, and he's like, you gotta get it fixed. And I'm like, it's not my car, sir. Yeah. I'm trying to get to college class. Just a baby. I'm just like, a baby. It was literally like in like the parking lot of like TCC when I was going Oh there. my God. Like, what do you want me to do, officer? Yeah. I need to get to class. I really just don't like cops. Every cop that has pulled me over has been really nice. Oh, good for you. I've gotten pulled over. It's because they pull you over in your Range Rover. They pulled I've me never over. gotten pulled over in that. Please <laughs> don't say that. I don't want to get pulled over in that. <laughs> Knock on wood, knock on wood. I got pulled over in my Honda and then uh, my Avenger. So it's been like ten over 10 years since, since I last time since I got pulled over. The first time the guy was like, you know your brake lights out? And I was like, no. I, how do you check that? He was like, I got how do you check that? I, I was thinking about that. Like, how would I know? I had a Jeep when I was like, in high school and I was driving home at like 9 o'clock. This cop pulls me over. It's just my tag lights out. Like the light yeah. that shines on your license oh, yeah. plate. I was like. How would I know that? How would I know? They I'm just 15. need to make themselves relevant. Like, that's all they're doing. Like, He's they don't like, have I'll a real job. I'll give you job. a fix it, chick. You can go on home. And I'm like, bitch, just let me leave. Just let me leave. I was like, okay, I'll get it fixed. I don't know how to do that. They might call him dad. I'm like, I don't know what yeah. the tagline is. And he's like, how would you have seen that? I was like, bitch, I'm asking myself the same thing. No. How are you going to put me over for that? I literally asked the cop. I was like 18 years old when he pulled me over for that. And I was like, what do you, how do you replace that? He was like, are you serious? I was like, yeah. I was like, You're like, is my yeah. is my blinker fluid out? <laughs> I knew that wasn't a thing. I'm a woman in America. <laughs> Let me live. <laughs> you go to AutoZone and then you just get a bulb. They'll he's like, tell them what kind of car you have and they'll do it. And so I literally made the AutoZone employee come out to my car and like look at it and be like, okay, this. Is I had that one time. Made an AutoZone employee change my battery and then I gave him twenty bucks. AutoZone employees are chill. Yeah, and yeah. He was oh, very nice. nice. That was very nice. Of I was you. like, here you go. He's like, I was like, he's like, he's like, are you tipping me? And I was like. If that's what you want to call it, I just don't, I feel like it's rude. And he was like, okay. No, when I worked at Ralph's, they told us we weren't allowed to accept tips. And I said, fuck that. I took any tip anybody wanted to give me. You, you're so paying me minimum yeah. wage. Why would I not accept a tip? Ew, that's mean. Yeah. We weren't allowed to accept tips at AT&T, but I definitely, or we weren't allowed to accept cash. Oh, I accepted cash but all the time. Cash like slid into my, uh, my bag <laughs> while like I wasn't looking. Cause we had like these like iPad satchels that we mm -hmm. could carry. And I'd be like, Oh, I took so cash. much cash. <laughs> I had a lady who she was so nice. I honestly, Pay your employees better. That part. That I always part. wonder if she's dead. 
like she was her i love her i have her phone number i might call her soon she was so nice so she like has dementia so she'd like forget to like how like look at her like voicemails on her phone so she'd just come in and sit with me for like an hour and i would just like write down like detailed lists like how to get into your phone and do certain things so that she wouldn't forget again Mm -hmm. and she'd always give me like a hundred bucks and i was like no 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 she's like no i'm i know i'm doing this and i was like are you sure? I feel like I'm, I feel like you're a victim right now. Oh, <laughs> are you yeah. sure? And she's like, no. And she, she would remember that she'd pay me, but she remember how to get her voice. And she's like, she's like, what did I give you last time? hundred. And I'm like, miss girl. But then she'd always hug me goodbye. And she's like, Jesus loves you, but I love you more. And I'm oh, like, that's so sweet. Yeah, I'm she's not religious, so nice. but that's so yeah, sweet. She's so nice. I'm not either. And I was like, I love you. She's so nice. I just really hope she's not dead. Do we have any more things on our list? nope just what are your socials where can everyone um, find you just search trevor or trevor d music t-r-e-v-o-r-d music or t-r-v-r-d music it's really annoying actually uh instagram won't let me change my at because i'm like verified or something um it's been <laughs> a, verified. i fucking hate meta i want to say though wow. p- because they added because they <laughs> added the verification i had somebody dm me like did you pay for that and i'm like do I look like I'd pay for that? Like, that's so embarrassing. You have like 35,000 followers. Of course you didn't pay for that. Uh, like, well, people do. Like, and I, I got it from doing yeah. like, all the stuff that I do. And, and I don't know. I don't want to cringe on people. He's verified for real, guys. It's real He's not fake verified. Can you follow me back on Instagram? Absolutely. Did you just follow me just now? <laughs> I followed you like yesterday. Okay, oh so I probably God. didn't see it. Okay. <laughs> um, I know I got lost here. I was like, followers. No, I just, you know what's so funny? People think that I don't see things. People think they can DM me things and I won't see them. I see them. I see them. Don't DM me weird shit. I see it. Like, like you think like, oh, just he's not a real person. And that's like, it's. I have a unique person. I think people think that like people like you would have like somebody else that like looks at that stuff though. I think I have a unique perspective for a man of getting objectified that most <laughs> men don't encounter uh, doing like being in the limelight because people just think, oh, I can just say this. Oh, I can just like grab him like like when we're taking pictures like no you can't Don't what is the weirdest dm that you've ever gotten uh i've i mean i've seen cocks like <laughs> cocks like i should probably not tell my mom to listen to this podcast um, <laughs> mom stop it you know what's so funny though is, is it literally is it's 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 so it's so funny that if like a woman hits on you it's usually really really like respectful and if a man hits on me it's never like very rarely yeah yeah but i actually one time i had imagine how women feel i'm sure i'm sure (laughs) i had a man hit on me after a show one time and he came up and gave me like a origami rose and i could have said anything to him and i just panicked i could have said i'm straight like that's a totally reasonable thing to say to him and i i was like oh uh uh," i panicked i said no no thank you and i feel so bad (laughs) i feel so bad like i i I feel so bad. I could have said so many things that were like better. And I hope he's trying to give you a gift. No, thank you. No, he asked me out. Like he asked me out after two. He's like, I want to know if you could like go. I'm like, I could have just said so many things to him. And I feel so bad. Okay. No, thank you. Just like screaming in his face. What's the weirdest gift that you've like gotten though? Um, like I don't, I don't really get that many like okay. gifts sent to me. I wish People I had a good like, answer for you. People like throw things at you on stage sometimes um, that are no, fun. No, no. My manager's like one of these days, someone's gonna throw a bra up there, and I'm like, I will be so red in the face. Oh, right? I'll bring an extra bra next time. I'll throw it up there. I will. I Just will know get it's from so me. red. I will get so red. And I'm not hitting that. on you. Okay, no. Let's <laughs> But I'm gonna. I'll throw. Oh, I. Ha- oh, yeah. I'll throw one. Oh, what, I'm gonna do I, what do I do with them though? That's the thing. Like, well, I, I don't. Yeah, want I want it. you to put it on the mic. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna be giggling so hard. I'm just gonna be oh giggling, and he's gonna be so red. And you're gonna be live. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, 
I I am already blushing. I am already <laughs> uncomfortable. I I respected. The, I mean, that's like the thing is like you. He's gonna be like looking for you at every show. I'm like, uh, where are you? <laughs> I'm like lurking behind the stage. I'm like with Blake. I'm like, don't say a fucking word. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna tell my mom to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Just have her cut it Sorry, an hour. Mom. It's fine. Um. Yeah, it is really funny. It is really weird because people think you don't see things, but I do see things. Like, people think they can just comment things. Like, nah, I see it. Yeah. I'm not that big, at least. <laughs> ASMR, Gulp. listen to Jordan's gulps. <laughs> Disgusting. I love that, though, because I, well, oh, God. What? I've, sent some, I've sent some celebrities some really weird DMs. Yeah, probably when I was them. younger. When I was young and weird. You know what's really funny is, like, some people just have me on their close friends that I don't even follow back, right? I and then that. I made the realization, like, you people probably have like Harry Styles like on your close yeah. friends. Yeah. And I posted that and people were like, yep, he's on there. He might see it one day. And I'm like, you guys are insane. I, it, I realize <laughs> what it is. It's kind of smart, but it's also kind of like. It's the parasocial relationship. Yeah. I realize yeah. a lot of people have parasocial relationships with me that are not equal. Like they're not equal. Yeah. And like, it's tough. Cause like, obviously I want to reply to everything and I want to make these friends. I want to make these friendships and things. It's hard. It's yeah. hard. But there are a lot of parasocial relationships. I can see that. I think that's also kind of like scary in some way. It hasn't gotten scary yet. <laughs> Thank yeah, God. Yeah, it hasn't gotten scary yet. Um, if Don't it gets, let it get scary, guys. If it gets to the point where it gets scary, I mean, that means I'm doing something right, maybe. True. Um, and hopefully making enough money that I can do something about that. Yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever had like, any stalkers or like crazy fans or anything? Um, I'll, I'll tell a story without any names. <laughs> but I had a buddy who... Uh, let me let me wrap my brain around how I want to tell this story. I was just chatting with him. He was going on a date with this girl who um, was a fan of mine, and he didn't realize she was a fan of mine. But like they met on a dating app, and he was like, "Oh, I gotta go." He told me this story like months after because he didn't realize how weird it was at the time. He was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to my buddy's place. We're gonna go record something, and I'm the buddy who's coming to my place." And like, "Oh, Trevor? Oh yeah, I love Trevor. I listen to him." And she's like, "Yeah, he's great." They had that conversation, and she's like, "Oh, does he live? Like, you're going to that place near?" And then, like, said what my living area looked like. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then later, he was like, why did she know that? Yeah. There's no way she should have known that. Yeah. Like, she should not have known the area in which I lived. And she just said it to him. And he was like, that's weird. Like, yeah. I don't understand why somebody. Oh, that yeah. is so creepy. That's wild. I just think it's a weird way to, like, spend your time. Like obsessing over someone's life to that kind of. I've point. never been a celebrity person because, like, quite frankly, most celebrities are pieces of shit. Yeah. Like, if someone's always like, "Can you believe this person did this?" Yeah. Yeah. Like, can you believe Adam Levine cheated on his wife? Yes, absolutely, I can. Hundred like, percent. Yeah, of course he did. I remember. Um, what's her name from Shark Tank? Um, the blonde lady. The old no, the older blonde lady that used to be on there, not the. Do I'm talking about? Oh, fuck, what's her name? Now I have to Google it really, really fast or it's going to bother me. She went on an interview and she was pretty much like, yeah, it's so, um, she's like, rich men cheat constantly. She was like, they think it's impossible for them to stay loyal. And she was like, it's because money, they can pull all these like young women so they want to do whatever they want to do and they never have any consequences for it. She's like, if I were to cheat on my husband with some young man, I would have this horrible like cougar mark on me she and it'd would. be this yeah, giant disaster and all these things. And I was like, Miss Girl, it was so crazy. It was so crazy to like listen to. And she was being so honest about it. And she was like, oh, here it is. No, the standard- Barbara Corcoran. I haven't heard of her. Corcoran? I don't know her. I don't I don't watch that but she's right I mean the, the double yeah. standards in there like I mean you want to look at like different 
think about how many male musicians there are who like their whole persona is they're, they're a piece of shit. Like yeah. Matty Healy. Like he's a piece of shit yeah. and everybody knows it. There aren't women. He like spits on his fans like throws things at them. I know he's a piece of shit because he's in 1975, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know he was a piece of shit because I thought like everyone loved 1975. I mean they do but like so, that's like his persona. Yeah. His yeah. persona is that he's a piece of shit. Okay. Like everybody knows it. He doesn't try to be a good dude. Yeah he um, likes but, his shows like blackout drunk like smoking cigs on stage like he like makes out with somebody in the crowd every day right? A lot of yeah. times, I don't know if every day, but he does, yeah. And, like, women couldn't do that. Women couldn't be a, no. most women couldn't no, be a piece yeah, of shit if they wanted a, to. The world would blow up, like, there's no way. She'd be, like, shunned. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. I just think the music, like, I don't know, I just think, misogyny's crazy. I, I want to be the change I want to see in, like, the music industry. Mm-hmm. I realized that, like, I had worked with a total of, like, one or two like women producers at one point and i was like that's not good and it's like quite frankly it's like it it, it is that there just aren't as many yeah like they're just literally if you look at it number wise Mm -hmm. it's like it's like less it's like a single digit percentage of like six of like well-paid successful like women producers Mm -hmm. and i had a contact at um bmi who i was like hey i just kind of realized like i'm working with all men so like if you know any he would send me like rice if you know any women that are producing and doing Mm -hmm. like i should probably i would like to open up that floor for Mm -hmm. them and i've written a couple songs that i don't know if they'll end up on the projects but i'm not going to spoil them right now but it it is weird i think a lot of men don't make the space if you want to go back to like wow we're making full circle now (laughs) back to like men and how this is how we do it usually Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 it always lines up it always lines up it's our it's our magic gift. I'm yeah. feeling the magic right now. <laughs> no, I, I, there's, it's there's just a, the white claw. There's a lot of things that I I won't go into my passions because I'm a very far far left uh, person. Me and as well. I just want everybody to be like loved and treated equally. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's my my manager said something recently that really stuck with me. Is he was like, musicians are frequently on the forefront of social change, and I yeah. was like, I I feel like that's part of my job. Most of the people like connect with music on such like a deep level that I think sometimes when they're related to it, they're like, oh shit, maybe I do feel this way about something because it's might be the first time they're hearing it. And mm-hmm. if they're hearing it in this kind of tone, maybe it's the first time they're hearing it. It's the first time they can realize it about themselves. Frankly, there's a lot of musicians. I'm not going to say names because I don't want to do that, but there's a lot of musicians I don't like because they have so much power and do nothing, nothing with, with it. it. Yeah. Yeah. John Mayer. Ugh. I'm not going to say any names because I'm a musician. John Mayer. <laughs> John Mayer below. Tell him to use it. Be better. I think most, I think, I think some people with like stature to that level don't use it in the correct ways. I remember even like Taylor Swift. I'm not even a Swifty. Listen, I'm not a Swifty. Cancel me. I know I suck. Okay, whatever. But there was a video that came out and she had written a song with someone or performed somewhere and it was complete she found out later it was completely against her beliefs and she was bawling and she's like i'm not going to continue doing this because i'm now realizing like what i'm doing is promoting something that i fully do not support and i will never ever do that again and she was like so upset about it and i was like this is what you should be doing and she was like if i do this what does it say about me mm-hmm. like what fit am i putting forward in this world where i have so much power and so many people listen to me and hear me why am i doing this like why am i not going to stick by what i actually believe in so i was like Okay, T Swizzle, go ahead, bitch. I think once you start, I mean, she oh, also sorry. dated Matt Healy, so yeah, that was the thing. <laughs> she's, I don't, had, she's dated so many people. <laughs> That's Matt Healy sucks sometimes. I have like he sucks. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, you can't always, you cannot always separate the art from the artist. 
It's I'll say uh, it. yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about actually, I I don't want to shoot myself in the foot, but there's so many things like you. I, I'm. It's very interesting because I think it's it's separating art from artist is difficult. Only for me with movies because I think with movies a lot more people are involved. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Hundred um, percent. Like there's so many people involved in that film, not just this one person mm-hmm. who's in trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's almost a disservice to them. It sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks. It sucks. It yeah. sucks. Because I also know that person's gonna get paid. Yeah. That person's right. gonna get paid. But with music, like, yeah. One person versus like the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, who would you trust to watch your drink when you go to the bathroom? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's one of those things. Yeah. I, there are so many people, even in the Fort Worth music scene, sorry gang, that I would not leave my drink with and I would not trust to walk me home. Amen to that, bro. And that's on that. Who are they? Listen to me. No, no, no. I don't want to be on this one. Troy's <laughs> like, oh, dude, Troy got <laughs> No, I would not do that. But you know who you are. Woo, um, cheers. <laughs> You were going to ask them? Uh, do we have anything else we want to I add? don't think so. Everyone, uh, stream. You are on all stream platforms, all correct? Better Off Alone. I'm really yes. happy with that song. It's probably one of my favorite songs I put out. It is out. so good. People um, are singing it has, at the show. I, I was know. so touched. Yeah. I've never heard people singing my song. That's why I say that one. I was like, it's so, this one's been, it's like the one I want to post. Okay, last question. So cute. Have you had a moment where you're like, damn, I like, I made it. Have you had that no, moment yet? No, no, okay. no. Probably the closest was when I opened for Jason Derulo. Okay. Slay. That was pretty cool. Slay. That was one of my biggest shows. And like after that, like that was like an actual crazy crowd. Yeah. I, I didn't think the Venn diagram when I imagined it of like Jason Derulo fans, Trevor fans, I thought it'd be two separate untouching yeah. circles. Mm-hmm. But like it was crossover. And it was cool because it was my first big gig as Trevor. It was my first gig mm-hmm. as that. And so like people were then like, oh, I just saw Trevor live. Like not saying Trevor Douglas who's dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was really, really cool. That was probably that was probably the biggest moment I've had because it was also confirmation on the new change because I was really unsure of it. I was talking to my family and my loved ones, really close to my friends for a long time being like, do I want to make this change in mm-hmm. my music? Um, I, I would go with that. That was crazy. It was a weird, it was a weird experience. I love that. Well, I know you're going to be on the Funky Panther. Um, yeah. Don't ask me how I know that. I just know. And <laughs> We so just know things. I hope that... Um, are we the first podcast you've been on? No. Um, the first one was Inner Gamer. Was oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. I talked to... I heard about that one. It was really fun. I, I love being... You're going to be a bit of a nerd. Yeah. And they it. don't really ever have guests. So that was yeah. really cool, too. Like, I don't think they've ever had a guest I on. I was so touched. They were... I guess they were telling him, like, yeah, he sounds really smart. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Because they're... I mean, it's a gaming podcast. So that's really all they talk about is just gaming. I know too much about too many things. I I am a wealth of, like, useless knowledge. I love that. As you should be. Okay, well, go ahead. And uh, August 5th, I have a show August 5th, so check my socials for that and buy it from my link because I need to be, it needs to say it came from Trevor. Okay, we will will be there. Everyone stream better off alone and be at the show on August 5th and pay attention to all of his socials because he has big things coming up in the next few months. So Big things coming. Big things. I hate when musicians like- You have big things though. Don't even lie. I literally, guys, not to be like that person, like I know he has big things and like he has them. So like, I'm not going to lie to you. But I'm also, I'm, also coming, I'm gatekeeping, but you have to wait like six months. So grow up and just stick on there and hang out for like the next year and you'll see so much happening. Big things coming, guys. Big things. I got, I'm bad to be in a stew. <laughs> Cooking up the some worst big menu. I just thought it like the worst man. The worst man you know is always in the stew and never on indeed.com. Yeah. And that yeah. is me. Yeah. He doesn't even. 
Guys, he doesn't have an Indeed profile. I'm unemployed. <laughs> He's unemployed. But it's like you're an actual musician, though. You know? Yeah. Like, it's not like your hobby. But okay. it feels unemployed because, like, all my everybody else I know is like, oh, it's finally the weekend. And I'm like, the weekend's not a real thing. It was created. Like, the weekend's not like. No, yeah. it's my, a mindset. Yeah. yeah. It's always the weekend if you want it to be, baby. Exactly. Amen. Stay in the weekend. Stay reckless. Stay reckless. Stay reckless.